134. Is that where we're at? I believe so. 134. Well, let's start there. Welcome back. Everybody, it's playoff hockey time in episode 134 of Chirpin DMV. Ben and AB here. So it's been two weeks since we've talked. We're going to do a little Cavs talk. Uh, status of the Cavs. We're going to do season awards, um, playoff. I don't know if we'll go predictions per se, but our brackets, um, no expert analysis there. Um, and uh, anything else we're gonna, what else we're going to cover today, Ben? Ab. Um, there's some there's some other hockey notes that I have written down that we'll get to. Nothing extreme that needs to be announced or anything, but we got some stuff to talk about. Ab. I mean, I think you guys covered it all. Obviously, we'll talk about the goaltending issues and shit, but. Well, we Every episode. We'd, be, we'd be doing our fans a disservice if we didn't talk about um, what's going on in Detroit. Did you see their longtime octopus pickup slash picker upper guy slash Zamboni driver got fired? And there yeah, was a lot yeah. of history behind it. Did you he see was why? Peeing he down got a fired? drain, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he just pulled his hog out and was peeing down a Zamboni drain. Yeah, but the guy's like 70 and has piss problems. Like, yeah, doesn't he have a piss problem? Like, he, he like has to go more than most people. Yeah, you know, of all the legal issues that were surrounding the NHL this year, this was the one I read the least on. <laughs> um, I I actually didn't read about it. I heard it on Spit and Chicklets, and they were like, they were just saying like the guy has like he's been working there for like thirty years, and like like he had to go to the bathroom, and he has like piss problems or something like that, and he just went down the drain. And then he's a dude that whips the squids around his head. Yeah, he's a octopus. squid guy. Yeah, um, so, yeah, he's got to be grandfathered into like being able to pee in a building. You would imagine he's pissed in worse spots in that building over his 30 years. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the brand new building. They're the old Joe. Oh, Lewis, right. Maybe. They're not maybe in jail. The They're like, bro, this is little Caesars arena. It's like a billion dollar arena. There's a bathroom like everywhere. We're a bit classier. We're little Caesars here. Um, yeah. So yeah. dollars hot and ready. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> bro. I'm telling you when I was on the, well, at my struggling points during my junior hockey and other areas where Little Caesars were prominent, no bad words about Little Caesars. Absolutely, dude. Their Italian bread, uh, cheese bread, too. That shit was awesome. Yeah, Not to go down just... the Little Caesars rabbit hole. Why it is so inexpensive? Everything's homemade. A rack and a 30. My buddy, he uh, in grade 12, he was in a math class and he was going to fail. So he dropped that and did a co-op at Little Caesars. So that's the reason he graduated high school was Little Caesars. So I have a, it has a special place in my heart. Man, so we talked about Little Caesars so far. Um, catching up with the Cavs. Ovi, 50 goals and then out. So he did not listen to me and score the 38 goals that I predicted him to. No, I did not go back and listen either, but. I think initially I said 50 and then doubled down after his hot start and said 60. Yeah, uh, I'd probably so, do the same thing. I'm happy, happy. I probably said 100 at some point this year too. But I think Blake had him at 45 before the start of the year. Yeah, uh, that was like the, the actual number. Yeah, and, and then he kept the progress. And then, man, he got 50, got hurt, like, he got hurt at the correct time. Well, not the correct time at all, but like <laughs> – yeah. At least he got the 50. Like, if there was another so, season where he was at 48 or 49, I would have been there. Are you fucking kidding me? This man could buy a break with it comes comes to that record. So, have you seen the the most 50-goal seasons, that list? It's him, Wayne, and Mike Bossy, right? 
Yeah, you know how many um, how many seasons Mike Bossy played? Nine. No, he had fifty and nine. He played ten seasons. Yeah, I'll say he got it nine in a row. Yeah, and he only played ten years. Yeah, that's absurd. Was he, he was injured, right? Yeah, knees. Yeah, that's because I, I he he brought it up. Someone brought it up to him before he he passed away, right? Yeah, uh, just this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Like just this last year, within the last year. I think it was like last a couple of months. Yeah, I think it was maybe a month ago. Yeah. Um, well, it was him and John Bellavo, right? Or not John Bellavo. Keith LaFleur. No, no, no. They've got the Islanders have two numbers on their jerseys. Oh, Clark Gillies. Gillies, yeah. that's who it was. But he, he said, he mentioned something. He's like, yeah, OV might break it, but uh, he's never going to be able to do it nine times in a row. Yeah, like, which is a pretty good flex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think his lowest year was like 36 or 38. I'm just glad Ovi got it because, uh, like, after those years where he got, like, 49 or 48, I'm like, okay, so he's not tying the 50-goal record. And then he decided to absolutely light it up this year and make you look foolish. I know. Like, think about it. Like, he should have 12, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like We did the math. I think it's over 150 games with lockouts combined, like, and COVID seasons. He's Yeah, he two shortened seasons where he He was 49 one year. Yeah, at forty nine on the COVID at when COVID ended it early, so that yeah, I think he's had a forty eight goal season too. Yeah, he's had a forty eight goal season. He had thirty two and forty eight in the uh, lockout year. Yeah, the half year where the Blackhawks won like thirty games in a row or some shit. Yeah, yeah he had like a twenty five game point streak to start the season. Yeah, he had twenty three goals in twenty one games that year or something like that. I was like, oh my god. I mean, he's one of uh, four guys to get fifty this year, which is also like a record for for. Or it hasn't happened from like what since his rookie season, I think they said. Yeah, I think it was his rookie season. The the other people, Matthews, of course, you know, makes sense. Dreisaitl, mm-hmm. people are you know thinking hard. One trophy. of these it's things impossible. is not like the other, and I know who Chris Kreider, fifty goals. <laughs> I think that's you what I mean. Earlier this season, too, you were like, let's like stop like this guy from scoring because if this guy turns into a forty goal scorer, I'm going to kill myself. And then he got the fifty. Uh, yeah, see, I don't, I didn't have it confirmed, but last episode we did allude to the fact that I think I made pretty significant promises around the fact that Chris Kreider would, if he scored a certain number, I would have to do something. Um, so, well, I mean, the people that are behind him, though, like Kaprizov, makes sense. Kaprizov had such Kyle a good season. Bar, I he's love been that a goal scorer the last few years. McDavid, Duchesne with 43. Yeah, that's incredible. There's so many undercover, like, good seasons this year. There's so many. There's Kachuk has 100 points. Yeah, yeah Pavelski had 81. I, I tweeted this, like, a week or two ago. The fact that JT Miller had, like, <laughs> 91 points. 99. 99 now? Yeah, he, got, he ended up with 99 points. If he got to 100, JT Miller. Like, <laughs> he was, like, a third-line player, like, last year. I know. It's, that one's the craziest one, I think. Well, he was, he was like, one of the, the darlings at the deadline that didn't yeah. end up getting moved. I know. Uh, no one from Vancouver got moved, did they? No, I don't think so. Yeah, no, was, I don't think they made any moves. Because Brock, Brock Besser was being thrown around there and JT Miller. I mean, it was – there were some big names over there. but Connor Garland, too. He didn't get yeah, moved. Yeah, Garland. Would have loved him. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a big drop-off if we go from Cavs goal scorers this year, though. So, Ovi with 50, Willie and Kuzi second on the team with 24. Less than half? That's insane. Yeah, I mean, that's 
That's so I, bad. I, well, often, bad. I mean, I feel like that happens almost every other year, right? I mean, TJ Oshie's sometimes out there, but he was hurt all season long. Yeah, I mean, there were some season. crazy years where they the Cavs had five or six 20 goal scorers like Fleischman, Chimmer, Canoeble, um, Baxter, Semin, Chimmer. Yeah, like there was they had a, a bunch of seasons with a bunch of 20 goal scorers, but to have a 50 and then two 20s and then no one else, I think that might be. Maybe they're one of the most lopsided goal scoring years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, shout, hey, shout out to Ben for the Koozie Revenge Tour. He was all over it from yep. the offseason. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, he, he did exactly what I knew he would do, and he proved a lot of people wrong. And what do you have, eight us. points here, 79? 70, 78 or 79. Yeah, that's a pretty good fucking season there. I'll take that. All 78 all points. Down. So, Ovi with 90, Koozie with 78, Carlson, NZ are on 71 apples. Or 71 points, sorry. Willie with a 50-point campaign, his career high, 52 points. Uh, Sherry, pretty good. He had a yeah. sneaky good season. 43 yeah, points. He what, he had 19 goals, almost 20-goal year. 20 uh, goal year is one, so good. Five. What's his cap hit? One and a half. Yeah, uh, it's that's incredible. Take that I know. Away. I remember someone saying this year on Twitter that he was overrated. I couldn't even believe it. So the stats that we're not super thrilled with. Goals against on the year. Any guesses where Sammy's at? I, um, I could no. How many games did he play? Like forty-one? No. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure this his, year he played forty-four games. The goals okay. against average is like close to three, right? Or is it at three? Three oh two. Okay. Yeah, so. With a sub nine save percentage. So we're gonna hit it with a forty-four times three. <laughs> hundred and thirty-two <laughs> goals. Uh, so yeah, not super confident there, but how do we feel about, you know, he played the last game of the regular season? Uh, I actually didn't catch the last couple of, uh, the last couple of games, but I mean, from what I saw, uh, it's, it's exactly what I tweeted. Like he's like the Kirk cousins of the NHL when Kirk cousins on the Redskins, like he'll play really good. And then he'll have like a mental lapse for like 10 minutes straight and they'll bury like three in a row. Yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Because there are games where he does look really good, but then like the goals that go in shouldn't be going in. Well, is it the Islanders where he's like getting back to the net, having trouble tracking, like yeah. doing yeah. 360? Like, bro, just get low down. Yeah, one like, why did you have to play the puck like that? Like, I he just freaked out. He like he's the guy's just a mental case. I mean, most goalies are, but it, he just he he misplays the puck, and then for some reason. He's facing the puck carrier or the guy that's on the ground, backhanding the puck top shelf. He's facing him and decides to 360 the other way and try to do like a backhand save. I'm like, what are you fucking doing, kid? Like, just get your body in front of the net. Put your body in front of the puck in the net. It's a simple. Well, I think that's why it makes it easier to want to have VTech in net, um, you know, maybe even to the not super diehard fan, like a more casual fan. Like he, when he gets beat, you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess, you know, they picked a corner or you know, traditionally picking a corner. There's not these big breakdowns. I feel like the goals that um, are leading up to, or the events that are leading up to Samsonov goals are like chain events of like easy things to pick apart. Yeah. And even if VTech like painting with a broad, broad brush, broad strokes, but, like he's dropping a stick and you know what, you know, it's not a big deal that he drops a stick, but when you do it four times in a game, like that is kind of a big deal. 
Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, even though VTech, like, there's some where you, like, want him to make the save, he just looks more, like, stable and, like, he knows what he's doing and, like, pucks are just getting by him. Whereas Sammy's kind of, like, flopping all over the place, going behind the net, doing 360s and shit. And it's like, I don't really want to see my goalie doing that. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, he's a big flopper. Like, my 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 dad said that since day one, and, it's, and it hasn't gotten any better. And you look at his career, he comes in that his rookie season, he's – he has this incredible run of like 11 games in a row, right? Yeah. And it's literally just a slow decline. But even like I remember saying, like even in those 11 games, like oh, like I personally thought a lot of it was luck, which I mean, as a goalie, like that's that just kind of happens. Like luck like gets to you pretty good. And yeah. um, it's just like that's just the way it goes. Like it's but his luck has ran out and I think it's time for us to just move on. It's also sneaky, like everyone's been saying, fire foresight all year. I think we should probably look into a different goalie coach if he's not helping Sammy mentally at all, because Sammy's very clearly not uh, good upstairs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't we don't have to solve the goaltending dilemma right now because there's not a game one starter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as of right now, Lavillette's quote was like, "What? It'd be, it'd be nice to have a solid number one option at this point to know who we're heading in the playoffs with, but that's not the case." So just a, a quick contrast, the Caps have three 20-goal scorers, right? Two with yep. 24, one with 50. Any guesses how many 20-goal scorers the Florida Panthers have? Oh, God, Seven. don't they have like eight? Seven? <laughs> Almost nailed it. They, they have, have any 40-goal uh, scorers? They have, they have four with 30. Four? Four with 30-plus. Barkov, Huberto, Declare, Reinhardt? Correct. Reinhardt trade was a good trade. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, their goaltending, you know, they've got a, a Vesna winning goaltender in net that we're going up against. Uh, how are we feeling against the Cats? He had franchise uh, record wins too, right? With the, with the yeah, Cats. Yeah, he had a uh, 33 win season, 33-7-3 and three with a 2-6-7 and 9-1-3. Not too shabby. No, not so, at all. There's like, there's two things here, right? It's like, I'm going to contradict myself a hundred percent here. You have that, the president's trophy, like curse that cursed the caps for many, many years where like the eight and the eighth seed comes in and just like kind of shocks the world, even with Columbus against Tampa, when they actually fucking swept them like three years ago, like, like Bobrovsky too, wasn't it? With Bobrovsky. Um, just certain, like it's just random shit that happens like that. Right where you're like, all right, cool, maybe we can do that. You need a fucking goalie to do it. Yeah, it all starts with the goalie. We had, I mean, and let's be honest here, though. Yaroslav Halak did it to us, right? But he, like, he's not that great of a goalie. He just had a, a magical run, honestly. Yeah. I, I've been beating the drum for the last two months, right? We need a goalie to steal a game, just steal one, just show us the ability to step up and steal a game. And the Caps had, what, three games at the end of the year? to decide if they were going to play the hottest team in the East or play a team that they're what three and one against on the year with their starting goalie out for the start of the first round. And they couldn't do it. They didn't have the knockout punch. Nobody could put someone to sleep. Nobody could what and to be graphic, right? Slip the throat game over. Nobody did it. Yeah. That was devastating. It's also just so bad looking back at like this whole season was like a prove it season for both goalies and none of them, neither of them did it. 
I would say still more, don't know who it is. I mean, maybe this is just me being super biased because I've just hammer on Sammy the entire time. But I would <laughs> say it was a more of a prove it year for him than Vanacek, simply yeah. because he's he's a first round pick, and right. there's there's so much ex- expectations for him. I, I agree with that. Even though Vitek's like an early second rounder, I think still Vitek or Ilya Samsonov is the first round pick guy that was supposed to replace Holtby. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I don't know how much, how much further of uh, do we want to go? We'll loop back around for our brackets when we talk about what we think happens in that series, right? So, um, other league news: Austin Matthews, sixty goals. Yeah, I mean, no surprise there. I think that was pretty inevitable. How fast he hit fifty this year? It is kind of neat. Stammer had that quote on on killers uh, during the quarantine when Kalorn was uh, the doc talk. Yeah. Do you guys see that? Yeah, yeah that was he, pretty sick. They actually called it. He's like, Next yeah, what were you saying, AB? That's my bad. Uh, no, you're good. It was. I thought it was wild that he got 60 on the dot. Like everyone was like, "Dude, this guy might get 67." Yeah. Like, like it, he was on a run there, and then like it just halted at like right at 60. I mean, he sat a couple games. Yeah, he had a minor injury that he was sitting out with. Yeah, so I mean, smart on them, and like good for him to get to 60 and be like, "All right, let's let's nurse this real quick and get ready for." what matters because they probably have the most pressure on them in all these playoffs i think yeah 100 i also saw a video from like the media day this year and matthews had the phone and he was answering questions and the questions like who's going to lead the league in goals and he just like paused he's like i'm not going to answer this because he would have just said himself which is so money because he got 60 goals this year yeah that's a rock star status speaking of <sighs> rock star status do we think they Wait, what were you saying, AB? I want to hear what Rockstar status you were talking about. The koozie twirl. Did we? Did you guys talk about that two weeks ago? Or was that within the no, one? I don't no, think we did. Yeah. Uh, people were freaking out about that on Twitter. Yeah, like more, way more than I was expecting. Yeah, I was like, this is so tight. And they were like, this is the fucking cockiest move ever. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. If Connor McDavid does that, everyone's like, look how fucking cool this guy is. Mm-hmm. 100%. If Trevor Zegers did it, it would split yeah, the yeah. split the seat down the middle. Yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. Like, oh, oh we're gonna beat this dude to death. We're gonna yeah. kill him. Like, yeah, I saw everyone chirping Koozie because they lost. It's like the dude scored. Yeah, he <laughs> like, cool. what, what, what else could he have done? Yeah, like what the, uh, the the one was like, imagine if he didn't score this or something like that. And I just quoted you. I was like, but he did. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. I saw that. What are you getting at here? <laughs> Um, other league news. See what Mark Scheifele said. Yeah, he might be out of Winnipeg. Yeah, that, they've been alluding to that uh, all year long. Something along the lines of he's in the prime of his career and he needs to do what's best for him. Um, but I mean, their coach Paul Maurice was like, "Yeah, it's broken. I can't fix it. I'm out." Like, yeah, they're being coached gotta, by one of the players' dads. Yeah, you gotta expect like, nah. yeah. The Adam Lowry. Is it? Yeah, it's his dad. He's the coach. Dave Lowry? Yeah. Isn't that insane? Like being coached by your dad, like it's minor hockey? How did we not talk about that when that came up, whenever that did? I know. Was Lowry the the giant dude that was pumping up the crowd after his very lackluster fight? No, that was Logan Stanley. Okay, thank God. I was about to say, man, that guy should be cut immediately. I know. That guy is so much worse if he was the coach's dad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah, I've I've also seen like a bunch of quotes coming out about how there's like something wrong in the locker room in Winnipeg, which I wouldn't have guessed. I thought they were like a pretty close like team. I like 
I'm getting. You probably the, hear about it more than we do. I mean, north of the border. Yeah, probably. I, I get the feeling like th- there might be something like just like off with him and Eichel. You know what I mean? Like, Jack Eichel goes to Vegas and there's there's zero success there. I mean, I know it's like half a fucking season, but like, right? I mean, I don't know, man. Like, he's. I think we're starting to like. We got to call a spade a spade here pretty soon with Jack Eichel. But he's just yeah, not I mean, aware. I'd like to give him. I'd like to give him a season. Um, not in. I mean, and you can't say not in Buffalo now because I think Buffalo is going to be a good team very shortly here. Um, but they made like zero effort to be a good team while he was there, and then he gets yeah. spine surgery and plays a third of the season with well, a team that handcuffed themselves into submission. It wasn't even that it was zero effort. They just like they were just terrible at it because they did sign big guys after big seasons. Like Jeff Skinner had a 40 goal season. They signed to a $9 million contract and he's terrible. Well, yeah. actually he's 30 Stupid. goals. So that's not actually wasn't that bad. But Giving a post of the money they gave him. Right. Kyle Posa, gave Matt Molson a ton of money, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Who's so like, now the captain of the Hershey Bears? Yeah. So they they tried, but they were just terrible at it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but Shifley, he's, he's also like one of those guys who doesn't cuss at all. Yeah. Yeah, he's Mark like friggin' Shifley. Yeah, <laughs> friggin' Shifley. Yeah, he's real twitchy when he's in interviews, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He seems like a weird guy. Yeah, like he's just, definitely a spaz. He's just like, oh, yeah, he's just always watching like NHL games and stuff. Like if we did like top five weirdo in the league, he's probably up there. And not he's in like a menacing way or like a bad way, just like top five peculiar guys like Jeff Schultz would made that list for me every year he was in the league. Yeah. Like you could have told me Jeff Schultz hockey was his secondary passion behind Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Like that guy. He seems so disinterested to be in the ice rink. I was going to say that's almost unfair because like probably every single goalie is like that too. We just don't know about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can't, if we're going to give top five weirdos, you can't count goalies. All right, I was just say excluding. That's true. Yeah, Brzezgalov would be up there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no disrespect to Jeff Schultz, but I don't think I ever saw any emotion out of his face while he was on the Cavs. Yeah. Yep, that's for sure. Um. So, what do we what do we got? Lee news wise, uh, Matthews Ryan, hit sixty. I was gonna say Ryan Getzlaff retired and had the big ceremony. And retired and then Dustin Brown pulled the sneak attack retirement. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Like that. I, was, like that move. I didn't like that they like they gave him the C on his last game, like home game or whatever, which is like I get why you're giving it to him, but it's also weird because they ripped it off his chest like a few years ago. Yeah. I mean <laughs> one on two coach, whatever happens, it worked. Yeah. yeah. I'll say different coach. I mean, and they're go he's he's going to the playoffs his last season because who thought the LA Kings were gonna make it and they did. Yeah, so, that's pretty wild. But for him, yeah, kind of kind of like that. American hero. He he just like randomly had a sick year last year, didn't he? Yeah, I think he uh he may have had did he have twenty last year? I yeah. wanna say he might have had like seventy plus points. Can we get a fact check? What's Joe Rogan's guy's name? <laughs> Joe Rogan. I'm already on hockey DB. I'll, I'll look it up. But yeah. Yeah. Congrats to them too. Great careers. Yeah, I mean, do you I remember when Getzlaff, again, I mean, we've probably talked about it a little bit, but Getzlaff came in the league with Perry, won a cup right away. They were fun to watch. Yeah, they were really good. They were good. sick to play with in the NHL. So, oh, yeah, Brown had 17 last year. 
Yeah, I was trying to figure it out because none of the years are that sick. So I was like, am I just completely 17, wrong? 17, Yeah, maybe. I remember he went on like a hot streak, like a few. Years oh, ago. he had nine power play goals last year. He had one every. He went nine, nine, one, nine, one. Two-time Cup champion, though, captain too. Yeah. Um. So Carolina and Pittsburgh without their starting goalies. Yeah. That was so brutal that we like. Well, I guess we wouldn't have been able to play them anyway. But I was really like, if imagine if the Rangers had come back and like beat out the Hurricanes, like to lose those last three games and not be able to play the Hurricanes and that's two three seed would have been brutal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I'm praying. We were praying for Carolina at that point. Once we saw that, we were like, oh my god, like we gotta. Carolina was my pick, even if Freddie was playing. So without Freddie, it was like hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. But. I don't know. Brute. Yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty bad timing. Obviously, you're gonna see a lot of Hurricanes fans and Penguins fans be like, oh, but we were hurt. We were hurt all fucking seasons. So get over it. Yeah, exactly. Bunch of bitches. Bunch of bitches. Oh, uh, I just saw I saw one clip. I just wanted to ask you guys. Did you see it was a few weeks ago? Um, Brady Kachuk and Josh Norris singing Mr. Brightside at a bar after they lost to the Leafs. That. I didn't know it was after they lost. That's <laughs> Not as well, dude. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. But then it got me thinking, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, man. So I'm a big advocate of reading The Room. And right. a karaoke song doesn't have to be one of your favorite songs. It doesn't yeah. have to be a great song. It just has to be a song that everybody knows the words to. Yeah. Scenario, downtown Annapolis, pre-COVID room full of people bob's doing his thing he's moving he's shaking <laughs> yeah moving shaking shaking hands kissing baby <laughs> room wow, full yeah. of people anywhere from 21 i would hope being the minimum to i would say maxed out at 40 drops of jupiter place goes media crowd pleaser didn't have to sing a single word everyone in the bar was singing People were like, oh, my God, dude, that was so awesome. Like, yeah, I didn't do anything. You guys did it all. Thank you for making my job easy. So <laughs> drops of Jupiter in, like, a, a pretty booze-filled arena is a, is a good one. I, uh, mine is – I this is probably going to get some hate. But mine, mine will, too. Glamorous by Fergie. Oh, That's man. A you know it, though? You can, can you nail it? No, not right now. I'm not on the spot. That's no, a pretty wild one. No, but I mean, like, it has to be a song that you also know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Glamorous? <laughs> yeah. Once once I get some booze in me, whew. G-L-A-M. I just got to spell the word. That's all you got to do. Is there no rapping in it? I mean... Was Fergie much of a rapper in her Black Eyed Peas days? Um, I think it's just her singing. I don't know, man. There might be a rap breakdown. Whatever, we'll get to the jetty and figure it out. Yeah, I uh, uh, we then, we cheers. have a uh, we had a karaoke mic at our place this year at school since all the bars were closed, so we just made our own karaoke bar. Yeah. And I became pretty professional at singing the song from you know the movie Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, Star is Born, Shallow. Yeah. yeah, Shallow. That's I nailed that song. I had we the hat on and everything. Have to have a good counterpart. Beautiful. Love yeah, that. see, that's a problem. I usually did both by myself and nailed it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I never try to be. Never can't go too serious. Um, but that's a crowd pleaser. Also, there was some dude at the bar that did uh, "Creep" by Radiohead, and me and my buddies are looking around like, "What in the fuck is going on here?" 
<laughs> the best voice I've ever heard in karaoke. I was those those guys always have the best because like, they're like there by themselves just to sing. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man, like again, read the room. That was amazing. You're <laughs> awesome. But no one wants to hear I'm a creep. <laughs> Midnight on a Friday, bro. There was a crazy uh, one. There was a karaoke bar in town where I went to school, and there was one bouncer who would, like check your ID, and then I'm like sitting there and I see him go up on stage just by himself. I'm like, okay, this guy's he likes his job. And then all of a sudden, Simple Man by Shine Down comes on. By Leonard Skinner. Yeah, like the but the, he, he had the Shine Down version <laughs> and he nailed it. Like absolutely killed like that whole like simple god oh man like he went all in he got the job strictly for that (laughs) do you have any uh, additional skills are there any nights you can't work no but i have to be here on thursdays what do you you mean you have to i just i have to be here on thursdays man it's kind of a big deal for me do you have any additional skills like Evanescence at like that, like this big fat tatted up guy just rocking Evanescence all night. I was like, this, this Have you heard fun. the goofy version of that song? It always kills me. No, but <laughs> I am. Goofy I am, um, you know, hoping for a big summer, maybe some more oaky opportunities. Um, so I'm in the midst of being able to, to get all of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. And I think I'm at about 80%. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, that's I'm, like I'm trying to get it. one week by the bare naked ladies. That's gonna be next. I've got Hook by uh, Blues Traveler down the whole the whole breakdown he's got there. Um, I can do Buster Rhymes portion of Look at Me Now. I do have to skip a few words. That's in, pretty good, unfortunately, because that's a fast route. Not unfortunately, I do have to skip words in there. Um, but yeah, so I'm I, I, I'm a I'm a fiend for the Oki. Nice. I <laughs> see so you call it the Oki. <laughs> So, um, do we want to say, uh, now with the, that we uh, lost all of our listeners, uh, back to the uh, <laughs> predictions here. Yeah, do we want to do league awards or we do brackets? Um, uh, you know, I think the awards are coming before the brackets end this year, so we can do awards first. All right. All right. Well, let's you, you get the categories listed off right then. Uh, yep. So, we have the Hart Trophy for the league's most valuable player. We have the Norris Trophy for the most valuable defenseman, Vesna for most valuable goalie, Calder for most outstanding rookie, Jack Adams for coach of the year, and then I actually don't remember the GM of the year award name, but the GM of the year award. Uh, yes, the GM of the year award. Um, what do we want to start with? Do we want to go bottom to top and least exciting and most exciting? Yeah, I think that works. So we can start with GM of the year. Um, I'm going to go with Bill Guerin. God damn it. Is that who you, you picked Bill Guerin too? Yeah, now I got to change. Hold on. Um, why did you go with Bill Guerin? Um, because I think next year the Minnesota Wild are going to be absolutely screwed salary cap wise. They're going to be taking a big hit from Suter and Parise, um, getting Flurry at the deadline, arguably the most consistent goalie in the NHL playoffs in the last 15 years. Like, if you had to have a goalie in the last 15 years in the playoffs, he's probably the guy to have. Um, right. right. But he, he, without, you know, completely mortgaging their future, he got guys like Baldy and Rossi up from Iowa Wild. Like, they, he made a very, very, very competitive team um, in a tight window while keeping Kaprizov happy on that bridge deal. Um, do I need anything else there? No, no. That's really cool. your reason. At the end of the debate, an old school. 
<laughs> um, well, AB's thinking of his. I went a little off the board here. I was just looking over some of the options, and I was like, that guy had a sneaky good offseason. And, and not bad at the trade deadline either. I went with Don Waddell of the Carolina Hurricanes because he lost both of his goalies and brought in a Vesna finalist in Freddie Anderson and a pretty solid backup in Antti Ranta. And then brought in Tony D'Angelo for like a million dollars. And he has like the most points as a D in Hurricanes history. And then they got Max Domi at the deadline, who I think fits their team pretty good. So I went with Don Waddell. I'm fine if you go Don Waddell so long as your Jack Adams vote doesn't go to Brendan Moore. It absolutely does not go to Brendan Moore. Okay, then yeah, we'll accept that. All right. I got I got Bill Zito of the Florida Panthers. I mean, that's kind of just a chalk pick at this point. Um yeah, uh you don't have to defend yourself. I was gonna say, um, they're really good. Yeah, why would you <laughs> pick him? <laughs> like he made some all season moves. Did he get Sam Reinhardt this year? Yeah, in the offseason. Yeah. Sam, uh, Sam Reinhardt, Duclair, um, Giroux, Giroux, huge Ben Sherrod. Um, yeah, Ben Sherrod, def- a great defenseman pickup. Um, did did how this this season so long? Did Joel Quenville shit happen this year? Yep. Yeah. Two three games had, into the year, had to go through a coaching change pretty much. I want to say they also re-signed Duclair this year. Yeah, they got Duclair to stay. He was a free agent. So, uh, yeah, Bill Zito. Yeah, no, those are all pretty good. Writer. <laughs> As someone who covers the team. Yeah. Do we have a uh, – do we have odds on favorites for that? No, I looked. I, did, I didn't see any for that or the coach of the year on this website that I'm on. Um. So then we'll go Jack Adams. Yeah, coach of the uh, year. I won't go first this time. We'll let, let A.B. since I took okay. his pick. All right, I'm probably going to take your pick on this one. Uh, I'm going to go Dean Evison. Piece of shit. Yeah, did I? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it's Minnesota, so we'll just give Minnesota – we're just going to give Minnesota, Carolina, and Florida all the awards for everything pretty much. No, I've got I've got a, another right. pick here. All right, cool. But, yeah, I got uh, Dean Evison, Caps legend, Cap, Caps coach legend. Um yeah, I mean, he just brought this Minnesota team that's like, honest, like, I mean, I know you just pumped them up on on paper, but like, when you look at how good they are, like, they really only have one, like, bonafide superstar at this point in Kaprizov. Well, yeah, their back end is, they've had Dumba and Spurgeon forever. Yeah. Um, Erickson X been there for a number of years. Greenway's in like his third, fourth year, fifth year at this point. Like, they've got a lot of guys that have been there. They've drafted well. Exactly. I mean, they have, I think that's another team with like, like six or seven 20 goal scores on their team. So they just, they're just such a deep roster. They don't have one top Well, they do with Kaprizov, but like, it's not just like, like one, one guy carrying the load. They have the whole team is just coming to play. And then they're so good. Yeah, he's going to get paid this summer. They're so good yes. defensively. And then Flurry and Talbot like have been unreal in this, in this last, however many 30 games, I think their last, 35 games are like 33 and one or something like that. Or I forget, like it's, it's a ridiculous like record that they have. Oh, Ben, who's your Jack Adams? Uh, just so you know, the favorites for this, the top ones are Daryl Sutter, Gerard Gallant and Andrew Burnett. 
in that order. Uh, I went with Daryl Sutter for the obvious God reason. Damn it, that was my second pick. Yeah, I feel like it was like the obvious one. Obviously, it's the odds-on favorite, but he just took Calgary and made them into arguably like one of the biggest forces in the league right now. Yep. They have probably the best line in hockey with Kachuk, Lindholm, and Gaudreau all having over 40 goals and like all being over like plus 60. And Gaudreau having like 87 even strength points. So that's pretty good. He's, he's doing a decent job with them, I'd say. And um, and they're keep, he's keeping guys like Lucic like relevant in the NHL like playing a good role for him and everything like that. So, yeah, no, I think Daryl Sutter makes sense as the odds-on favorite. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, that leaves me with um, let's go Andrew Burnett. Uh, um, for no other reason than let's fall back on is, Florida for every award. Well, he's a you know he's a favorite, and you know like a trained monkey could do his job at this point, but. Um, if he's, you know, if those are the, the options that I have and he's, he's the favorite, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that. I mean, a couple of honorable mentions. I don't even know who their coaches are, uh, but Nashville Predators coach. Yeah. John Hines. He's John the last Hines. one on this odds with plus 2,200. He definitely deserves to be up there. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Rick bonus. Um, and then bonus had a good year with a shit Dallas team. I mean, granted they were two years <laughs> removed from a cup. And then who's LA's coach this year? Todd McClellan. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a great one. Um, there's a lot of good coach. I mean, there's a lot of good like coaching jobs this year. I mean, a lot of teams. I mean, Woodcroft, the the Oilers are having a hell of a year too. Yeah, yeah. I think if he came on earlier, he'd probably be up there. Yeah. So, cool. So we want to go Calder next. Yeah, next Calder, rookie of the year. Um. Well, Ben, you can take first pick since you haven't taken first yet. All right. Well, the top three. Odds. I don't even know what website this is, so this could be wrong, but it's Mo Sider, Trevor Zegers, and Lucas Raymond. I'm going with Maurice Sider because he already looks like a top five defenseman in the NHL, and he's like 20 years old and just came over from Germany, and he's just a complete force and a prick to play against. Was it? Did he toss Garney this year? Uh, Dowd, I think. Dowd. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he, he's my pick to win it, but um, since I don't have, just let the record show, I'm picking him. Yeah, but, all three of us are. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, unanimous. Well, I guess we could see. say, what do you think the finalists will be then? Because that's kind of a hot topic. Because Bunch yeah, is like thirty-five. Let's, let's not let's not muddy our our good names here and, and take names off the board. Let's give our unanimous or our picks if they are unanimous, uh, um, but then finalists because I think um, Siders, you know, unanimous. Yeah, I think so. Oh. I think Zagers is too uh, as a nominee. I think yep. he'll definitely. I think I think there's going to be two Detroit nominees. I think I think it's going to be Raymond Zegers and him. I think it's going to be Mo Zegers and Bunting. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little Canadian bias. I yeah, I kind of agree. He has the most points by a rookie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, he's playing on a stick line, so like he gets the benefit of that. But like at the same time, like as most points as a rookie, and you're not even nominated. That's that's going to be a tough look. I think it's going to be fun. yeah. But I, having said that, that guy from Nashville, um, Tanner Janelle. You know? Yeah, Tanner Janelle. Um, I had Cider and you know on my fantasy team this year. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, Tanner Janelle, I think, should get a look. Um, and then, I mean, my preseason pick was Cole Caulfield. Rough yeah. start of the season, but he, like, when St. Louis came in, like, he turned it up. I think he ended up with, like, 20-something goals. Yeah, I, I think, think he did, too. I think I picked Cider in the beginning of the year. It's a good pick. Um, I, th- I think if um, 
Boldy got to play a full season, he'd be up here too. Yeah, well, you can put a future on him. Yeah, it's true, and I probably will. Um, so we we all decide, we all agreed that it will be more exciter finalists. Did we agree that it'll be Zegris and Raymond, or is he going to be bumped? I don't think Raymond will be up there. I think his second half of the year was not good enough. Yeah, I think it's bad. yeah. I think I agree with you there. Honestly, bunting heated up, and I shouldn't even say heated up. He had a pretty consistent year. I'm gonna go. I I, I think bunting Zegers and uh, Cider. All the VegasInsider.com has Trevor Zebras listed as plus seven fifty. Mm-hmm. I think Zegers, I think, will be second in the voting. Well, yeah, I agree, but he, this Vegas Insider has Trevor Zebras. Okay, I wasn't sure if that's what you said. <laughs> That was the joke. Okay, moving on to the James Norris Trophy. Notably I was going to say, should we just skip Vesna because we know who's going to win it? Yeah, we know who's going to win. It's going to be Shisterkin. Igor Shisterkin. Freddie's going to be second. And who gives a shit for third? Like Sorokin? I don't know. Math. Um, but Norris, this is a tough one. Well, it's not that tough, but I think uh, he, we got to go recency bias. I'm going Yossi. I'm also going Yossi, and it's right, partly okay. because I threw $50 on him a few months yep. ago. Roman Yossi, yep. All what do you have, 96 points to end the year, like 22 goals hoping, or something? No bad got to 100 as a defenseman. That would have been I was too. Almost willed Nashville into the play. I mean, they're in the playoffs, but yep. like, yeah, I don't think Matt Deshane's getting 45 goals without Roman Yossi. No yeah. Shot. His points, Um, it's like when I was betting player props, like – he, you had to bet him over one and a half points, not just half a point. Yeah, like that's the season he had. As a defenseman. That's, <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I, I've got a uh, maybe not so crazy idea, but I don't think Fox makes top three in voting after winning it last year. I don't think he does either. I think it's Hedman and McCarr. Yeah, I think. Hedman had like a quiet 85 were points. going nuts for McAvoy this year. Yeah, apparently his numbers um, are shocked if he if he snuck in his third, but I don't think Fox makes top three in votes this year. No, I think it's pretty clear. It's like Yossi Makar are the only two actually competing for it, and then Hedman's like third. Yeah. Who is um this might be I know that people have, have been just giving Hedman credit for a pretty solid resume at this point. Maybe um I feel like he he wasn't as harshly criticized for poor play. He no. should have this year yeah like anybody that had anything yeah anybody that had anything to say about headman last year or after you know back to back a lot of hockey that's a lot of hockey to play um yeah, he's really fucking good I, dude, I mean maybe it was just a small window that i saw people ragging on him but phew. Talk about, uh a quiet 85 points like just same team quiet 100 points for stamkos yeah first time big time yeah and yeah. he never got it before that's crazy as i being down in Tampa last year, those guys were like asking to trade Stamkos. They were like, "Dude, he's just not worth it anymore. He gets hurt all the time." Like they were, they were telling me all this shit. I was like, "Really? You guys want to trade Stamkos?" And then he goes out and does this this year. So, sure, he shut everybody up too. Sounds like some koozie haters. Yeah. So, what? Rocket Richard. We already know. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think's gonna win? Don't have to. Uh, my money's on Matthews. Uh, for the record, this was recorded March of uh, 2021, actually. March of 2021. <laughs> Late upload. No. These are all pretty – just predictions, obviously. Uh, but, um, yeah, obviously, Matthews wins the rocket. 
Um, Vesna, we we determined don't Bing. need to spend too much time on it. Yeah, Lady yeah. Bing, yeah. Who do we, how do we even determine the Lady Bing? Who has the most points with the least penalty minutes? Yeah, fuck the Lady Bing. We don't have to vote on that, do we? No, we don't. Um, okay. but let's go to heart. Yeah, the heart trophy is obviously the most intriguing one. So, AB, yeah. you get to start with this one, I think, right? Or is it Bobcat? It's like, I think it's Bobcat. We'll let, we'll let AB take the lead. All right. This is like, this is a really tough one. Name your finalist first and then your pick. Who All are right. your, what are the odds, Ben? Um, on here, we have, I don't fully trust this website because it had Adam Fox above Hedman on the last one. But, anyways, um, Austin Matthews is the favorite, plus 150. Igor Shesterkin is second, plus 275. Connor McDavid is third with plus 350. Wow. All right. So I was going to go. It has Ovi above Huberdo on here, too. That's crazy. I was literally, I was going to go Huberdo, honestly. I was stuck <laughs> between, like, well, the, my chalk pick would be Austin Matthews, but I wanted to go not chalk and I was going to go Jonathan Huberdo. I mean, what do you have? 115 points this season. Um, I mean, he led – there were so many game-winning goals that I saw from Jonathan Huberto, like those overtime goals, or set up by him. Um, he single-handedly won them some games this year. I think he had like a five- or six-point night a couple, like one or two times this year. He had year. one against Toronto when they came back from like 7-2 or whatever it was. Yeah, so my – I'm going to go Jonathan Huberto just to go like sort of off the board, even though that's not really off that off the board. I see people saying he shouldn't even be nominated, so. That's crazy. That's crazy. I, I'm going Matthews. Yeah. I'm going Matthews 100%. Um, is there, has there been a leaf to win the heart? I have no idea. Maybe maybe mm. like Doug Gilmore. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I was just looking at, past, way, not looking at past heart trophy winners. Heart trophy winners that have aged worse. 2018 Taylor Hall or 2011 Corey Perry? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, that is a good one. I think Taylor Hall, as of now. Yeah, would he have 19 goals this year? Did he even have 20? No, he didn't have 20. Uh, um, the Leafs have uh, Babe Pratt from 1943. Oh, how could you forget Babe? And Ted Kennedy, 1954. The last, the last two hard winners. From the American Ted Kennedy. Um, yeah, no, I'm going Matthews. Um, unreal, 60 goals, the best American goal scorer of all time. Sorry, yeah. I don't think anyone happen? will argue. His shot is so stupid how so hard it goes. He's from Arizona. How does that happen? <laughs> really fucking good. How does that happen? He went and saw Ovechkin score on his back. That's how it happens. Yeah, he's like, I want to do that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I would love to see Johnny Gaudreau get some love. I would too. Some heart, I was some votes. I was between Jonathan Huberdeau and Jonathan Huberdeau and Johnny Gaudreau. But I mean, I don't know who. Who are your finalists, Bob? They're not going to get nominated. They're not even going to be finalists, probably. But like, that's those are the two that I would go with. To be honest, am I crazy that I don't want McDavid or Drysaddle on my ballot? I, I know. Yeah. I hate when there's two teammates like up there. It's like that totally defeats the purpose of having a most okay. valuable player to the team. Not crazy at all. Not crazy at all. Like, I think it should be Hubert Ogadro and Matthews. Or, okay. or even or even Matthews, Gaudreau, and Shesterkin. If we're going strictly yeah. relevant to their team success, like who's I'll, the most I'll, to Shesterkin their team? has to be up there. 
Yeah, like, Shesterkin depends, depends on, on what that. we're defining. I think we have this debate every year. If we're saying MVP, most valuable player, player that is most valuable, most in, integral, in, integral, integral to their team. Words. Um, Shesterkin, I think if it's if it's based strictly on that, Shesterkin wins the award, right? But I don't think that's how the voting's gone when, you know, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Kucherov, Hall, McDavid, Kane, Price, Crosby, Ovechkin, Malkin, Perry, Sedin, Ovi, Crosby. Like those aren't the like those teams. Those are all sick teams. Yeah. Besides the 2017-18 Devils, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you take Cooch off that Tampa team, they're still dirty. You take Dreisaitl off that Edmonton team, they're still probably a good team, right? McDavid probably Price. had like two less points in them that year. Yeah, like. Those are all teams that are in the top half of their conference year after year. Like Calgary is very sneaky, an awesome team, like a nasty team. Toronto yeah. has gotten mud slung through or mud slung at them for what fifty straight years, and they had an unreal season. So like, I'm fine with Matthews getting it, fine with Shesterkin getting it. Although I hate the Rangers. I know um, the only reason but why they- McDavid and Drysdale have already won it. Like I know that also shouldn't matter, but that matters in my it voting. Does. Yeah, it does vote or it does matter. Yeah, I know it's weird because like the Hart Trophy, I always think of as like most valuable to your team, and then Ted Lindsay, like the players vote like most valuable player. It's usually right. the same player, anyways. But correct. Um, I think for my heart pick, I'm gonna go a little bit off the board and go back to my Norris pick with Roman Yossi. Nice, um, love that. I, yeah, because like I I don't know where that team is without Roman Yossi playing the way he did this year. Yeah. Love that pick. So that's just a weird way of saying, Bob, I agree with your thinking. Yes. <laughs> but I have a different player. Pretty much. Yeah. Because you pick the favorite because you can't think for yourself. <laughs> that's true. I am a sheep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I like the off the board picks just because, like, I mean, I think we know it's between Matthews and Shesterskin. I can't say his fucking name, but. I think McDavid will be up there too for the yeah, actual ballot. He'll definitely be up there, but I just don't think it went. Like it's got to be between those two. And yeah, I'd rather, like, my heart says, I'd rather Matthews win it just because he's an American-born player. He's a great fucking goal scorer. He's so fun to watch. But my brain's like, a goalie never wins the MVP. Like it would happen twice in the last like. 30 years. Yeah, so it'd be kind of cool to see a goalie win it, but that goalie happens to play for the Rangers, so I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. The um the current, like, voting right now, as they have it, was Matthews is the favorite. Like, this is, like, on the NHL Instagram. Matthews, yeah. Huberto, McDavid. Pose it to you this way. If Ovi had a 60-goal season, who would be the MVP? Ovi. Yeah, I think Ovi would. At 36 years old? When, uh, like, no, no, no. I mean, like, it, like if we're Cavs fans. Oh, well, you're asking me. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? Like, I think that's a pretty tough argument to, to you, you ask anybody, right? You go to, I think it's also because, like, when I think of that team, like Jack Campbell was an all star. Mitch Marner has almost 100 points. Whereas with Ovi, it's like the next closest is Koozie with like 78 points. Well, no, I don't mean this year in general. I just mean, like, if you're a fan of a team. Right. And you have somebody that scores 60 goals, right? Like Taylor Hall got it because he had 100 points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. He, he like willed them into playoffs. Yeah. Like Taylor Hall got that award because he had 100 points. Like Matthew's the only person that has 60 right now. So 
as like, so uh, the last like two years, we've been saying that Nathan McKinnon is a top three player. I think he worked his way outside of the top three player this year. I think he, he definitely did. And he literally, he doesn't have an MVP in his name, does he? No, he was nominated that Taylor Hall year. Yeah. It, that's kind of incredible to think about. Like, or well, just, dude, just look back at the, the 90s when it was – or the 80s and 90s. There were like three people that won the award. Yeah. Gretzky, Lemieux, and Yager. Yager, yeah. It's, it's, it's nuts. Like, um, like we just talk about, like, 90s basketball, too. Like, so many good basketball players that never won rings. Like, Charles Barkley never won a ring. Yeah. Like, they, they just get dominated. They, they go on runs. I mean, awards more so than, I think, championships, but, like – it's nuts. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean that. If we're if we're talking about championships, the NBA, it's all about that. Who's like, that's Bulls have six championships, and then the Pistons go on and win like three, and then the Spurs go on and win five. Then the like, the NBA is always like that. Yeah, it's always like the same teams go to the finals like yeah. for then a set the, number of years. Exactly. Then it's the Heat. Then it's the Warriors. Then it's the Cavs. Then it's back to the Warriors. I mean, the last couple of years have been like a little different, but. Anyway, back to I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's more more relatable to individual awards, I would say, than yeah. like the itself. But like the, I guess you could the point I was making. You got guys like John Stockton, Gary Payton, right, playing while Michael Jordan's playing, not getting MVPs, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. If, like, uh, I think I do like that that hypothetical Corey Perry, Taylor Hall. Like, what's age worse? Yeah, at this point, I would say Taylor Hall is aged worse. Corey, just because of how long Corey Perry's been playing. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so, yeah, any other awards we're missing? I mean, there's, like, irrelevant ones, I think. Like, well, not irrelevant ones, but you know what I mean. Like, not ones that we would the discuss. Masters, which yeah. Under Price, Hayes, and... Yeah, there's one other person that I can't think of. But, yeah, Backstrom yeah. is nominated. He will not win. No. Um, yeah, that's likely going to Kevin Hayes or Kerry Price. I don't know how long we've been going, but do we just jump right into our brackets now? Because I think we've been going for like a while. Yeah, yeah we're, we're close to an hour, so let's go to brackets here. Predictions real quick, yeah. Let's do the Cavs side last. Yeah, I think that's a good idea too. So then each of us can start a region outside of the Cavs bracket. All right, why don't we just start in the Western Conference? As right. far away as you can get. Pulling yeah. mine up right now. Yeah, I'm pulling mine up as well. So I'll go first since I have mine up. So the first series here, Colorado, Nashville. Um, like I said, Roman Yossi is the Nashville Predators. Also, did you guys know Matt Duchesne was their first ever 40-goal scorer in franchise yes. history? I meant to bring that up. Um, They've been to a cup like, final. Matt Duchesne is 40. Yeah. Like he thought Philip Forsberg would have had a 40-goal season, right? Yeah. Or someone would have. Like they went to the cup finals without a 40-goal scorer. I don't think David Legwand ever had one there. He's like the franchise leader and everything, which is just yeah. so unfortunate. Yeah, it sucks. Um, so Colorado, Nashville. Yeah, obviously, I think Nashville is going to get bounced here. I will be in Nashville. I might go to a game, though, so that would be pretty cool. But I think they'll be out in six. I have, I have them pushing it to six. I got five there. Yeah, it was. I was debating five or six. I, got I have a hard time doing four or five. I have the Predators. Why? <laughs> Dude, I... I've been, Actually, I, I'm not going to say that. I have crazy picks, but I'm going to say I've been watching the Avalanche, man. I just I don't think they sniff a cup this year. I, I've they, always thought they were a little overrated, just like, like the roster. Like it's good. They're incredible. Well, they're incredible. They're incredible. But 
like, so the Caps, we watched them play against the Caps. They did not look good at all in that game. And then I bet them a couple of times in a couple of games, like, like four or five games in a row, like right after that, they lost to Arizona in a piss poor game. Um, they played really bad against, um, I think it was Dallas. Like they just don't look like a playoff team. I like they really don't to me. I don't. I don't know what it is. But did you see Nashville's loss to Arizona? They were I did four not. nothing and lost. That, that's bad too. But <laughs> Nashville and when I do watch Nashville, they're just a lot tougher. They're they're a lot tougher yeah. team. I don't think Colorado's tough at all. Like Nathan McKinnon tried to switch to like being a tough player, but yeah. really it's just him losing his mind and going ape shit and taking a penalty. Yeah, they have they have him who's a hothead and Kadri who's a hothead. I'd say their toughest guy is McDermott on the point. He stood up Wilson a couple times when they played. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I think Roman Yossi matches up against McKinnon, shuts him down. I think Matt. I don't like. I think that's Matt, cool. They've got like fifteen other options. I got five on it. <laughs> Rant. I mean, who they have Rantanen, who's on that same line, and then Kadri. Rantanen, Kadri, Landis, Cog, McKinnon. McCarr, Devontaes. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, that's no, I don't, I don't think it's that crazy. I, I don't think Colorado I, historically performs that well. I mean, in the play, well, not yeah, historically. Mont- Mont- I mean, Mont- recently. Cap in 2010. So I, yeah, I, I the think Cap should not be our barometer for success. I think they have <laughs> the uh, record show the Cap should not be our barometer for playoff success. Right. Well, the Avalanche are the Caps, is what I'm saying. They are not successful. They get in first place like every year, and they're not successful in the playoffs. Yeah, what's their furthest like with McKinnon? Like second round? Second round. And they they went up to nothing last year, and then lost four in a row. Really? I don't even remember that. Yeah, I got five on it. So yeah, got, I got I got Predators. I think the goaltending is better. Their defense is better. I don't think they have Soros for the first game or two. Oh, actually. that changes everything. Did not know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I completely Absolutely. forgot about that. Didn't see him piss the bed of the Coyotes. Also, did not see the news about Soros. <laughs> yeah, did not see the news about Soros. That changed Wait, everything. I must. You obviously with- have to stick with it. Yeah. How many games did you have them in? Six. Uh, six. All right. So, Bob and Ben, Colorado, AB, Nashville. I like it. Uh, next, we got Minnesota, St. Louis. Bob, who do you? It's a wild six. Wild and six? Yeah, I think the Blues are too inconsistent. They're going to need uh, – I mean, Tarasenko's been nasty. Like, he's going to have to take over. But, again, it boils down to playoff goaltending, where the Wild have math. And Cam Talbot. Math's like the back and Cam right Talbot. Yeah, and Cam Talbot. Um, like, that's not the worst problem to have anything in the playoffs. Caps don't have a goalie. The Wild have too many good ones. And they're stupid to eat. Um, I'm taking the Wild and six. I think the Huso um, will probably play well. They will have to play Bennington at some point, considering he won him a cup. I don't think they can just ride Huso. I think there's going to be some controversy there, and the Wild win in six. AB, what about you? I have the same thing. I have the Wild in six. Everything you said is correct. I love the Wild. I have a future on the Wild. I like the Wild a lot too, but for some reason I have St. Louis in seven. I don't know why. I just think Minnesota, I know they're a totally different team, but they just don't have a good track record of playoff success in St. Louis. They do not. This is the highest, or this is what's the first time they've had home ice in like seven years in the playoffs. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I want Minnesota to win personally, but I, I don't know. I just have this feeling that St. Louis has their number for some reason. Again, there's nothing to back that up. I just think it. I'm going St. off Louis vibes this very, year. St. Louis is very, very deep down the middle of the ice. Yeah, their center ice positions ridiculous. I think Huso's pretty good, and Bennington's an unreal backup. Their defense isn't, like, great, but they've proven, other than not having Petro, that they can play in the playoffs. Right. They're a physical team, so is Minnesota. So it'll be a good series, but I have St. Louis in seven. I think this is year that Minnesota actually, you know, puts together a pretty decent run. I hope so. I want to see Kaprizov go deep. I love that guy. Same. Yeah. Almost had him in my heart finalist conversation because he is the MVP of his team. Yeah. He had like 108 points too. Yeah, but he had 47 goals. Yeah. Are we going? Full um, are we going full bracket here? Let's I think do. So. Well, they'll finish we, the first round and then. We'll do first. Let's do first round and then we can we can skim through the rest of the bracket yeah we can do the, the rest of it quicker first round is yeah. obviously the biggest so calgary uh, dallas all right i let off last one we'll go ab or ben have you have you uh made your pick first yeah i did the first one it's ab for this one all right what are we doing calgary dallas yep i got calgary in five here maybe even four Jeez. i, I don't blame you yeah i mean i don't think i really have to explain it calgary's just much better in every way shape and form than this team. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you much there. The stars they didn't necessarily limp in, but they didn't go in, you know, they strong. Have like a dash ten goal differential, which is horrendous to be in a playoff position with. They've got some goaltending woes. Dallas just um, should be in the playoffs. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, but I mean, do we root for them because they got Vegas out? Well, I mean some sure. capacity. I was gonna say sure. Oh, yeah, here's your con- hey, here's your consolation trophy. You guys get uh Vacation in Calgary for two days, and then uh, season's over. Snowing. So yeah, I don't think Bob. we need to spend a ton of time there. I got Calgary in six, just I because have... Dallas is scrappy. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they can scrape away a game or two. I can see. This it. is another thing that I don't know why I have Dallas in six. Uh-oh. I just, I know that I know, like that's why I didn't jump on well, you for I've your Dallas Colorado six. Or sorry, I've got Calgary in six because. They, they just don't have playoff success, right? Like they haven't. That's why I picked Dallas because you know Calgary I mean? always goes in with like good expectations and always sucks in the playoffs. Like they got swept by Anaheim for like three years in a row or whatever it was. They do have a so. different guy behind their bench. That is Dallas. Yeah, hundred percent. And this this take is gonna be wrong. I just I don't know what it is. I was going based off vibes this year, so I went Dallas and six. They, I just, hey, obviously they went to the final. <laughs> they went to the finals a couple of years ago, so why not? I'm so confident. Montreal went last year and they were thirty second this year, Ben. And look at Dallas. They were also they also didn't make playoffs the next year. <laughs> um, so last series out of the West, we've got the Oilers and the Kings. I have the Kings in six. I've got the Oilers in six. Yeah, this one I think is gonna be a toss-up for people only because the Oilers also don't have playoff success. And the the Oilers goal thing is so bad. It is. Oilers? Yes. Uh wrong. Mike, oh, Smith has- Mike Smith's hot. Mike Smith is not a good goalie. <laughs> Mike Mike Smith has been – it's a 20-game run at this point. I, I understand, and I don't I don't have faith in him. All right, well, I mean – He's like one silly play from outside of his crease with the puck from his team losing. Like, he's, he's too volatile for me. He's got less than two goals against the average in his last 20 games. You can't say his, their goaltending's bad. He's been re- very, very good. 
That's their goaltending has been dog shit for the last eight years, and I'll continue to say their goaltending's bad until proven otherwise. I, I, I didn't say the, I didn't say the last eight years. I said the last twenty years. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying my eight year track record is is giving me a longer, a stronger opinion than the last twenty games of Mike Mike Smith. I've watched him for ten years. I know I know what Mike Smith is. The Oilers are a shit show. I still have them winning, but I don't think it's because of Mike Smith. No, it's not because of Mike Smith. I do have the Oilers winning. We're agreeing on the same thing, but for some reason you're arguing me. This happens every fucking time. <laughs> Mike Smith is Mike Smith is a fine goal. He's actually had some playoff success. He had playoff success in Arizona. He led them to a uh, cu- or a Western uh, Conference final where they lost to right. the Kings. Uh, yeah, they lost to the Kings. Um, who they're playing? Arizona was really really bad, and this Edmonton team is actually very very good. Yeah, that was 2011. Yeah, some sometime back then. I mean, he's never done the, like 2012. Yeah, I'm not saying he hasn't. Done, I'm saying he is not good. I'm saying he had he took him to the Western Cup. Niemi won a Stanley Cup. I mean, you're just Niemi won a Stanley Cup. You're just flat out wrong that Mike Smith is not good. Mike Smith. Niemi won a Stanley Cup. If, if Stanley Cup wins or the barometer, Matt Murray has two of them. I'm not. I they're not. He might be out of the league in a year. Bob, what you're saying is making no sense. They're not the barometer. Mike Smith doesn't have any Stanley Cups. I'm saying he's good. So nowhere did I say because of his Stanley Cups is he good. His Mike playoff Smith, success, that's it, why I don't know. Mike Smith's not a good goalie. Next, yes, we'll yes. go to the East. He's, that's just wrong. He's a good goalie. Throughout his, throughout his career, he's, he's one of the most consistent goalies. He sucks. I took the Kings in six. Um. Good argument, though. I like hearing both sides. I'm not a Mike Smith guy, but that's just because I don't watch enough games. So I've heard that he was bad. I didn't know that he was as good as he was for the last 20 games. I knew he was on a run for a little bit. I didn't know it was that long. That yeah. will definitely influence that series. But I'm very we got- passionate about that Mike, Mike Smith. Yeah, more <laughs> passionate about that than anything we've talked about all year long. <laughs> I can actually tell. Um, yeah, we got long, but okay. We got Pittsburgh versus the Rangers. Mm. Uh, Bob, you start. I've got the rags in six. Uh, I've got the rags in five. I have Pittsburgh in six. I don't know what's up. I didn't realize how many upsets I was picking. I just feel like the Rangers aren't as good as they seem like they are, and Pittsburgh just knows how to play in the playoffs. Saying that, they've lost in the first round for the last, like, four years or whatever. No Jari. No Jari, true. I did forget about that when I made the pick. Casey DeSmith's not bad. He's not bad. Um, but I just don't. I, I, it's also like the that. last run with like this core, so I feel like that'll mean something to Sid, who will just go and he's having like a beast mode season already. Yeah, hockey doesn't make sense this year. Kreider has 50 goals, man. I don't know. I, it doesn't make sense to me. I think the Rangers are exactly uh, it doesn't make sense. I'm picking the, the underdogs. All right. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's kind of why I picked the Predators, so yeah. I think if there's a team that could like win a first round, it's Pittsburgh. Like they, they just have a good track record. Get mad here. But the Rags have, I, 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 their goaltending is too good. I think that's why. Yeah. I, that's why I have them quick. Yeah. No. I again, that's one that I'll probably be wrong about. I just had a feeling that Pittsburgh could beat them. But yeah, if Shostakin keeps playing the way he's playing, they don't stand a chance. Yeah. Um, Boston, Carolina, AB. Uh, I got Boston seven. I have Boston five. I just think they know how to play against Carolina. Um, yeah, I mean, I think even though have- Carolina has smoked them all this season. <laughs> oh, 
really. North Carolina <laughs> seven. They're like three and one or three and zero oh with like sixteen goals against them. I think, but... the goal, I think the goaltending issues for the Hurricanes are gonna be a problem. Yeah, um, they don't have Freddie to start. Yeah, um, the Bruins have been really good. Like since like I think since January, they've been like one of the top teams in the NHL. Um, yeah, like defensively too. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think in Boston's beaten them in the playoffs before. I just think they know how to play against Carolina in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I think they're a tougher team. I think Carolina is – they try to act tough, but they don't yeah. react well to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just – I think Carolina wins in seven. Um, I don't know, man. Like, this one's like Taylor Hall, 20 goals, doesn't excite me. Um, Bergeron contract expires at the end of the year. Maybe Boston digs a little bit deeper, but they've also got that two goalie situation, right? Like the thing is both goalies are really good. It's not like they have the reverse capital situation. I know. I, it's just hard for me to say not Carolina, even though Anderson's out to start. Um, they just score so much, man. I know. I just went based on their their history in the playoffs, and I know that Boston has swept them and yeah, won in five. I think I think it's a toss up completely. But you're going Carolina. You're flipping the. I'm going Carolina. Carolina seven. I think it goes seven. All right. Um. Next one, we got Tampa Bay versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. I have Toronto in six. I have Toronto okay. in seven. Yeah, I think this year they finally get past the first round. I feel like it just has to happen. And I feel I like Tampa, Tampa has to be stopped. You have Tampa. I got Tampa. How many games? Uh, six. I would prefer if that happened. I think it'd be funnier. Uh, yeah. Again, playoffs come for me. Come down to the goaltending. I just think their goaltending's better. Yeah. Um, obviously Tampa has won two cups in a row, so they know how to do it now. They're skillful. They uh are they can out phys- They can be out more physical than the other team. They're they're better defensively. I just I think they're better in like. Not every aspect, because obviously Toronto's offensively powered, but like, right. I think that just gets shut down in the playoffs. No, I think this one. I think this one might be the biggest toss-up, maybe yeah. out of all of them. I would agree. Yeah, I, I, I just think that this has got to be the year that Toronto does it right. Like, yeah, that's what have, I was thinking. I said like, it last year too, though. So law of averages. I, I it's hard to bet against Tampa. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not betting against Tampa pretty much ever. I know. I shouldn't be. Um, um, yeah, I'm going seven. I'm going seven. I think it's going to get ugly. Like, I think that Maroon and Simmer, I, I would like to see that build a bit. They're saying, um, even the uh, Leafs coach said today, he expects it to be a very violent series. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that series probably more than any in the first round. I think if it is physical, like as physical as I think it's going to be, Toronto will get smoked. They they like they have the Simmons and the Cliffords, but if like the series is getting tight, Clifford's coming out of the lineup. Simmons might also. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they officiate it. Yeah, one that too. I I also like not that coaching is going to come into a huge play here. I just I I do think John Cooper can transition their game into a like he he can transition something into be like okay they're beating us this way let's start doing this right and I don't think Sheldon Keith has I, I mean I've never really seen him do that yet. He doesn't really – he hasn't really had the opportunity because they're out of the playoffs so fast. Yeah, right. So, yeah. All right. And then final series, Washington Capitals versus the Florida Panthers. Bob, who do you have? First? First. 
cats in five. <laughs> you said that with like such disgust in your voice. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. Well, I have Washington and seven. I was gonna say we have we're a Caps podcast. Let's go <laughs> Caps and six, baby. Let's go. I have them in seven. I don't know why. I think like there's no reason for me to think that they don't look good going into playoffs. They're playing oh, the best team in the NHL. Right. There's absolutely the, no reason. I just think because of that, they'll do good. This is the least amount of thought that I've put into any of these series. <laughs> yeah, me and too. Caps. I'm still picking Caps and six. Uh, hoping for a, I don't know, some type of eighth seed versus one seed, LA Kings type shit. That's literally exactly what I was hoping for too. I just think no pressure whatsoever. No, yeah, everyone's riding them off. So I mean, this is these. This is probably the series for them to actually win. Yeah, like, that's why I think they will. Nobody thinks they are going to win. Yeah, we could make a. You know, if you wrote the script, Hollywood would, would turn you down. They'd say unbelievable. <laughs> No, this is too unrealistic. A 36-year-old with 50 goals? <laughs> Come on. No one will buy that. And they didn't hurt. play Connor McMichael 82 games. <laughs> and he's and the 36-year-old is playing hurt. Yeah, Fulbright has been in practice today. Yeah, this has got to be like the fakest injury of all time. <laughs> um, who else was a full participant? Aaron Eckblad. Yeah, I did see that he is uh, mending a little bit. Yeah, expected to make a return in the first round at some point. Um, um, yeah, I don't. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. That's actually why the Capitals will win because Florida keeps getting better. Yeah, I think. If, they, let, so correct me if I'm wrong here with what I've seen from the Caps. Not a lot of high threat scoring opportunities in the last couple games. You could say that. Playing against someone like Sergei Bobrovsky, if you're going to shoot from the outside all day long. Ovi's got his number. Goaltending's not even an issue here. Playoffs have his number. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, the plus side is, should be Red Kogutis on the ice a lot. Apparently he's been here. Right, so like, that's promising. Yeah. Well, like, hopefully, until he's, like, folding Ovechkin in half. Yeah, 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 I didn't think about that. Um, <laughs> what happens when he scores the first goal of the playoffs against us? Yeah, you know that's exactly what will happen. So It'll be from, like, center ice, too. I, I mean, to get, like, a little serious on it, like, if I think if Laviolette, like, like hammers it, like, that this team's identity needs to yeah. be physical, shut down team – then they, I think they can transition to it. We've seen them kind of like transition to it in the middle of the season. The season this team has peaked multiple times throughout this year where they've looked like one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. And they just need to get a couple of saves. And by a couple, they need to get a lot of saves. Yeah. Uh, I so, think they I mean, need the third and fourth line to be active and contribute right away because the top yeah. line is going to produce eventually. Yeah, I mean, they need to score. That little wing went on against the bottom six guys need to do something right away against Colorado. What was it? Tampa, Boston, that little winning streak right there. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were blocking like 25, 30 shots a game. Yeah. They, that's the thing. They just need to buy in. Like you're saying, like, they, and like any team can say that, but they just need to like, actually like, like you're saying, Lavillette needs to hammer it home and they just need to buy in. Like, Hey, we're not the most have, skilled team they, here. They can't have points where they look disinterested. And obviously they won't in playoff hockey, but, the last two games of the year are hard to 
use as a measuring stick with OVL and playing yeah. guys like that. But like, I'm just having a hard time feeling confident right now. Like even their breakout, it looked so good for the last month, and then this last week was just fucking garbage. This last week, it's like the first time I ever like turned off the Capitals game. I was so bored watching the Islanders games. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but no, I think like someone like that being said, that way or Nick Dowd <laughs> needs to score in game one, first period, and. Yeah, I agree. Nick Dow's kind of been a little quiet lately, I feel like. So, yeah, uh, I would. People forget he scored the OT winner in game one of last year. That's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like someone like him needs to be a spark plug right away. Yeah, I totally agree. And then, yeah, I think you both are right. It needs to start from the bottom and then move its way up. And then defensively, they just need to like actually listen and just dial it in because, yeah, they do look disinterested, especially this last week. And I think. Who was leading the way during those winning the, during those winning streaks? Our boy John Carlson, hundred yeah. percent. When he's going, the whole team's going. Yes. Yeah, I think it was maybe it was the Islanders game or maybe it was the Toronto game, but like Oshie's standing at the the hash marks in in the D zone on the wall. He's trying to flip a puck to like the fucking. I saw D-zone. that. <laughs> I know the exact player talking over about. right through the middle. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, make the five. Like, sometimes the Caps just need to make the five foot pass. Yeah, mm-hmm. they like overpass the a lot. Like Kuzi and Oshi on a two-on-one, the puck's not even going on. That. Well, I don't even mean that. I mean like on the breakouts, like they're yeah, they're I know. looking for like the home run or like the saucer pass. Which when they hit, unreal. We can't do it from fucking below the tops of the circles in our own zone. That's for sure. Yeah, like, they gotta make the five footers. They're breaking out, and you know they make that classic D pass to the wall to the wing. And the wing bumps it back to the D. I fucking love that because you get the first guy on the forecheck to commit, and then they just throw it right to the center. Like a five foot pass sometimes is so much more effective. It's like, it's like golf. It's like, yes, you want to hit the 20 foot putts, but if you lay yourself up for a nice two footer, you're going to be a lot happier. Yeah. I like, you can't, like, you're going to be playing against one of the best offenses in the league. They're going to have capital. They've capitalized on a shit ton of opportunities, dude. They have what, what do you say, seven 20 goal scores, four yeah. 30 goal scores? Like, I think they have like are the most like prolific offensive team ever. Yeah. I think starting bottom six up and then the breakout. Like, if the breakout's brutal right away, I don't think Florida's going to be a hard barn to play in. No, well, I wouldn't say so. Nasty team on the road. Um, we'll see what they do. Like, it's going to be dressed like a seat night for game one in Miami. They're not even in Miami. They're in Sunrise. Sunrise, Florida. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, like they need to be in Miami. I don't know why they're not. But um, I mean, it's like five minutes away, isn't it? I don't know. I, I've heard that it's like a little bit out of town, which is like a problem. But if they lose in like four or five games again this year, do you think Laviolette's fired or on the hot seat? Because I don't think he should be fired yet. I don't either. I mean, his the whole team was hurt all year long besides Ovi. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I you could argue him for a coach of the year nominee. Yeah, like obviously their last half of the year wasn't nearly as good as the first half, but the fact that he was even doing what he was doing with what he had was pretty impressive. Yeah, I was gonna say our winning streak was with was like that portion of the year we were winning without everybody. Yeah, we were like at first in the in the conference, I think. Yeah, Kuzi and Obi were single handedly blowing the Capitals. Yeah, through the middle of the season. Yeah, I think they were first in the league like at New Year's. Yeah. 
But if Washington beats Florida, I'll like run through my garage door or something. I'll be so excited. So I, will, I have so many tweets bookmarked and I'll be flipping the bird to everybody. So what do we got? Game one Tuesday? Game one Tuesday or Wednesday? No, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. So what are we going to, we going to loop back after uh, between game one and game two? Is that the plan? We can certainly try. I was going to say, we'll make, we'll do our darndest. <laughs> We'll have to do some sort of live react. We're gonna get. We're gonna try and do some sort of post game, pre game stuff we did last year. We don't know what exactly we're gonna get dialed in. We got it. Yeah, we got something. Get on top of Billman to kind of figure out the schedule here and get it going. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Caps kick off Tuesday. Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, it will be tomorrow. It will be tomorrow because we're recording on a Sunday night. I will so, be at a John Mayer concert when it starts, which is devastating. It's gonna be a phone on my lap kind of night. All right. Well, well, all right. So, I mean, is there anything else we missed out on? Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I think we I think we nailed it. We banged out a lot of stuff. Good recap. Mike Smith is the is a Hall of Famer, and I'll see you later. <laughs> I will bet right now it might not be in the first round, but there will be a game this postseason where Mike Smith looks every bit like a 40-year-old goalie and ends up on top 10. Like misplays? Yes. How, what are you betting? Are you in? I, I don't know. I'm not a tattoo. Um, <laughs> yeah, this can't be a tattoo. He's gonna get five. I'm not gonna, bet, this I'm not gonna bet that because pretty much like every goalie has that in there, except for Shesterskin. He's but, getting five hung on him. This this uh, first round, he's getting five hung on him in a game. Okay. Will you, will you take that bet, or do you agree with that, AB? I I'm not gonna take any bet, but I don't agree with it. I just want to see a bet go down. No, my days are behind me. <laughs> just kidding. I'm actually working. I was about right to now. say it's actually your <laughs> career. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, so it's uh, 11 o'clock on a Sunday. Mike Smith's garbage. And the playoffs are here. So uh, enjoy. Are you guys watching the, by the way, the Winnipeg uh, Seattle game today? <laughs> Close out the season? Yeah. <laughs> no, I sure didn't. All right, I'm keeping my girlfriend up in here, so I gotta get off. All right, peace, everybody. Bye. Yeah, I'm all in. Brody on the line, I'm tapping in. Got out here pulling the strings for me. A girl on the line, she, she feeling me. Preoccupied by the motivation. Put in the time, pay the entry fee. Bro on the rise, yeah, he kinda nice. Inside of my mind, no one's real as me. Lately, life has been gorgeous. Wake up the clear, my eyes hit record. Praise up to God, I ain't chasing no bitch. Swinging and miss, got me hitting these licks. I get the orders, don't get it distorted. Disconnected, I've been cordless, I've been cordial, I've been exploring I got a whole lot, but somehow I want more of it Yeah, I want to tour and put on for the soil Hey, bruh, remember they used to ignore us? Now, they drop me the pin with the cord and they catch me running through the ordinance Remember we couldn't afford the whip Pushing the scraper, that shit was so ageless We blowing on grapes for the flavors All of a sudden we major, still independent by no label For now I'm going hard enough that the streams will lead to a house by the beach All of this done with the speech Fill in my pockets for now, but later I want the picket for some sign of the neighbors I used to skip out on the payments Nowadays I tax for the neighbor Dog on the line, yeah, you tapping in I'm staying clear, fake rapper friends Kamikaze on a traffic cam Only one shot to navigate the labyrinth I'm keeping it late, burn it down to the ash My life ain't much more than imagine I got where I'm at with the passion Trade it all to live it backwards Pray we ain't make it through the night Oh, we ain't make it through the night You can see it When you look into my eyes When you look into my eyes You can see it grind all day I've been going my way
The word on my back like a madness. Lit down the ashes. She do not come on no practice. Recipe passion and liquor with God in the passenger. Prayer to crashes. I'm in my basket. Blissful but ignorant. I'm dapper but ratchet. I play around in the traffic. I take the risk. Look at me stack up the chips. I play roulette with the magnum. Right till I die. I'm not afraid of the casket. I'm on the run. I'm chasing the thrills. I'm hungry. I'm starving. I lust for the meal. Lately, I'm blue like the bills. Yeah. I'm elevated, overeducated. I run the race for who I resonate with. I break the bread with Jesus, work the late shift. Break the ground, shake up the simulation. Reshape the sound, need a renovation. All that that quickly vacated the premises. I feed off my enemy entities. I rock the crown with a tilt. Ain't nobody done it like this. I'm having fun, I'm wild. I spaz when I turn with the stylus. I'm breaking them over with the hits. Only got one life to live. I'm antisocial at the function. They make me out to be the bad guy. I circle micro. If you had a scope, you still could've seen us through the glass eyes. Real evasive when it's average chases. Dressed to kill like I'm going places. Better late than fake, just hoping that we make it. Pray we make it through the night Oh, we make it through the night You can see it When you look into my eyes yeah. When you look into my eyes